Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Therapy. And buckle up, because this tea is rated E for everyone. (laughs) I've been waiting all day to say that. (laughs) I'm excited, because when I looked at the rundown today, I saw that 90% of it was stuff that I know nothing about, so I know that you're on a different side of TikTok than me, and I'm just really excited to hear about everything that's happening, and you can fill us all in. I'm not just like on a different side of TikTok, Laura. I'm in another world. Like, I can't tell you the things – well, I will tell you. I'll try. The things that have been happening to me and how I kind of hate this world as a result. Please share because you mentioned the Illuminati earlier and I just don't know how 2 plus 2 equals 4. So go ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So I think that actually right now everyone is on the same side of TikTok because there are like elderly senior citizen folk commenting on this selena Haley bieber kylie jenner drama on tiktok so i think okay can you unpack it like take us take us to the beginning at least like the cole's notes of what's been going on because i think i saw the first notes honey (laughs) i think i saw the first like 10 percent, but i don't know what's been going on since then so i I thought that it had just started when Kylie Jenner dissed Selena's eyebrows, but it goes so much farther back than that. And I don't know how I'm going to unpack it, but I'm going to try. Okay. So there was a point, I think, in January where the paparazzi shared pictures of Selena Gomez in a bathing suit. And obviously, mm-hmm. like, she's gained some weight because her lupus medication makes her retain water when she's on it. So these these pics get leaked and Haley Bieber, Kendall Jenner, and Justine Skye do a TikTok where they mouth this sound that says, I'm not saying she deserved it, but I'm saying God's timing is always right. Hmm. And, you know, kind of a reach. Yeah. But someone, I think, tags Selena, and Selena comments and says, it's okay, I don't let things like this get me down. Be kind to everyone. And then... Um, recently, Selena Gomez posted a story of her face with her eyebrows all done. And she goes, I accidentally over laminated my brows. So then Kylie Jenner posts a story and it's a close up of her face. And there's a caption on her eyebrows that says, these were an accident. And then she posts another story of her and Hailey Bieber on FaceTime where they're just showing each other their eyebrows. So now it's pretty clear that something's going on. So um, it got to a point where Kylie actually had to address the comments and be like, this is a reach. I had no idea that she said anything about her eyebrows, blah, 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 blah. And then Selena Gomez responds to Kylie, like tags Kylie's name and says, agreed. I'm a big fan of Kylie. But that didn't stop the internet from doing its thing. So what happened was Kylie Jenner was the most followed woman or person on Instagram at 380 million. And shortly after, Selena dethroned her and was at 383. But then this beef gets leaked and everyone starts picking sides that now Selena Gomez is at 391 million followers. That's 11 million followers in less than a week. And... Kylie Jenner lost a million followers and oh counting. My God. 
So she's at 379. And Haley Bieber was at 50.7 mil, but she's now at 49.9. Oh my gosh. So this happens, right? And now people are starting to dig up all these videos from the archives of Haley actually having stalked and followed – well, I guess stalked is followed – stalked Justin and Selena for a very long time. And people are like, I don't even think Haley actually likes Justin. This whole time she's been obsessed with Selena. Um, so they're showing videos of how like Haley has literally copied – word for word what Selena has said in other interviews while wearing a similar outfit. She's copied her beauty line. She's copied her cooking show, the things that she says. And the creepiest thing of all is Selena Gomez has a G tattooed behind her left ear for her sister's name, Gracie. And Hailey Bieber goes and gets the G tattooed behind her ear. And there's a video. We don't know. Like for gotta keep an eye out for Selena. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) but that song has been on repeat for me for the past week i'm not even lying (laughs) um so there's actually a video of Haley bieber getting this tattoo and she says she's like what is this for again what am i doing wait what am i supposed to say and we don't get an answer as to why she's doing this so um let's take a break here i want to know your thoughts before i get into way more okay so I I think you've you told me most of what I what I have seen. So anything beyond this, I don't know about. But when I originally saw the laminated brows controversy, I was like, okay, this to me doesn't actually seem like that far of a reach because what is the alternative explanation for why Kylie posted a Instagram story that says these were an accident and then a 100%. photo of just the brows? Like, how? What is that? If Haley. not, yeah. yeah what is that if not a response? Like, what was an accident? Why are you posting a picture of just your brows? Like, what are you yeah, referring the to then? Ain't mathing. Yeah, like, where is the explanation for the alternative reason why you posted this with that caption? So, right. That I actually didn't think was that much of a reach. But then you, I think, sent me the TikTok showing like all of the ways in which Haley's copied I things knew that it. Selena said. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> and- I knew you weren't like, Okay, this is creepy. You're like, this is a reach. Yeah. <laughs> because, because, okay, I'm with you on the brows. But when I started seeing that, what uh, what came to mind for me was like, well, these girls are of similar ages. These things that they're saying and phrases like, I got to protect my heart or whatever it is, were trendy things that like a lot of, I think, young women said in or around this time. So I was like, this doesn't seem like, a direct copycat, like an intentional copycat. So when I saw all those videos, I was like, okay, I'm not sold on those. I am sold on the eyebrows, the other stuff. I'm like, "Mm." I feel like if you have enough footage of anybody, you can find them saying similar things or doing similar things when they're celebrities around the same age. Okay. So I hear you and I was with you. I really didn't want to, I shouldn't say I didn't want to believe it. I don't like Haley. Um, but there are so many accounts out there now that are trying to do the whole digging into it and comparing videos and timelines and like not just looking at certain clips to see if it was edited. And truly, people cannot find evidence that it's been edited and blown out of proportion. Like it is scarily, it's scarily accurate and, and demonstrates a pattern of behavior on Haley's part. Like, mm-hmm. if it's just a coincidence, why are there so many, Laura? 
Yeah. So many yeah. like specific ones. Like the G. Why'd you get a G? Oh, yeah, that one's and weird. Then another one, Selena Gomez, um, Justin had given her a ring with his initial. Do you know about this? No. So it was like a fancy J with diamonds. And then Haley gets that tattooed, the same J, exact same font, and then a diamond next to it. It's just like, it's weird. Like, it's enough to make you think, no, this can't be it. But I think it is it. But then when you think of all this and you accept it all as what's really happening, I just think that if that's all true and this was all intentional, then Haley has like a very unhealthy and sociopathic obsession with selena gomez which i also find hard to believe no i I don't because this is where i say we're letting justin bieber off the hook and you know how i feel about him he's a narcissist and Mm -hmm. i think that men often get away when we just pit women against each other in these situations so i i feel like and and justin like I can understand how he got to this position too. I think people took advantage of him in a very vulnerable place when he was young. But still, he might be like dropping hints here and there that he wishes Haley was more like Selena or recounts stuff or whatever. And since she's been a fan, she knows what he's talking about, that it's like driving her insane and it feels like she's never going to be enough and she has to be more like her. Hmm. Yeah. So you mean there's like a, there's a, there's not a malicious intent behind it. It's like a traumatic reason why she's obsessed. Well, I think it's both. I think it's oh. turned into malicious because she is insecure. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. It's just too much. Like, it's a lot. But there's so much consensus out there that it's hard to ignore it and, like, think it can't be anything. Yeah. But it it all paints Selena in a good light. Like, I mean. (laughs) It does, for sure. And like I said, I'm kind of on her side. But I also don't think she's an angel. Like, she's a very nice sweet person. Go ahead. Like, I was – I can't remember if I was – heard it on on a podcast. I think I heard it on a podcast where they were unpacking kind of the way she's been commenting, like, selectively commenting on Mm -hmm. various different TikToks. And it's, like, fueling the fire to a certain extent. Like – I don't mm-hmm. know why you would want to continuously feed into this stuff. Like the one that I saw was the one where Haley had like was talking about an interview and somebody was saying how talking about Taylor Swift and she like mouthed as if she was about to throw up, like put her finger in her mouth. And then yeah. Selena commented like, my best friend is the baddest bitch in the business. She's untouchable. Something like that. I was like, why she's are you like this video? I don't is care from- if you come for me, but don't come for my own. Yeah, and it's like this video is from a decade ago. Like, why are you dredging this up? Why are you adding a comment right now? You know the internet's going to go crazy with it. And then at the mm-hmm. same time, after you're doing all those comments, you go on live or whatever and you're like, I'm going to take a social media break because this is silly. It's like, girl, you're contributing to the silliness. Like, if you actually sure. want to be excused from this narrative, stop commenting and contributing to it. For sure. And she did take a break. But so, so listen, it's that. But it's also that she's a cancer. Now, hear me out. Cancers are emotionally manipulative. And I wow. think she knows what she's doing. Hmm. Like, she's she's doing the whole, like, be kind thing. And I know that – I don't know. I can't say that. But, like, behind closed doors or in her mind, she's, like, low-key happy that this is getting 
attention. For sure. sure. She doesn't she want knows anyone that- to get hurt, but... Yeah. And it is kind of manipulative for her to like comment on these things being like, I love Kylie. We're all good because you know, then it's going to get even more attention because you commented back. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, your words are saying you're all fine with it, but you know, you're contributing to like the fanfare around these posts once you comment. For sure. Um, so there's, there's more to it amidst all of this, like, especially when Kylie did the eyebrow thing. Kylie favorited someone's video. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a TikTok where this girl said, remember the time that Haley got her friends to take Selena to Dubai for New Year's Eve so that Haley could spend it with Justin Bieber? And then Kylie favorited the video. And Kylie was one of the friends alongside Kendall Jenga, Kendall Jenner, <laughs> who took her to Dubai so that Haley could be with Justin. Was this before, like, after Selena and Justin had broken up? So they were together or, like, working things out? I don't know. But this is what I, like, Justin should not be let off the hook. No, for sure. Because it's Justin who pulled the shit, ultimately. Yeah. It's a classic Tom Schwartz of it all. (laughs) Yeah. True that. Um, Today is Justin's birthday. (laughs) Oh, happy birthday. Um, And he also just canceled his tour for 2024, his worldwide tour. Oh, why? Well, he hasn't given a reason yet. In the past, he has canceled 70 shows to, like, focus on his health, and he said he wasn't ready. But it's just suspicious that it all happened right now. It could be that it was just, like, he had always been planning to, and now he released it, but Hmm. He has not said anything about any of this drama or stuck up for his wife. No, it's just so bizarre. It's like, I just feel like all of them should stop contributing to this. Like, leave it alone. Like, who cares? Like, I guess because it makes them all, like, stay relevant and stay famous. Like, what else, honestly, is Kylie doing (laughs) other than – Like, Kardashians have been in a news lull. Like, I understand today we've got a bunch of hot tops about them, but – in recent months, we haven't heard much about them. So yeah. maybe she's just trying to stay relevant, capitalizing off this Selena Haley dispute. Yeah. So um, speaking of which, shoot. Yeah. Kim was working overtime and made sure that Selena Gomez's little sister, Gracie, got posted on North's TikTok where they were making pasta together, like right after, the day after. Sorry, who's Gracie's parents? <laughs> Gracie is Selena Gomez's little sister. Oh. She's the G behind Selena's ear. Oh. What? So Gracie, so Gracie, Penelope, and North have always been best friends. Penelope oh. and Gracie more than North and Gracie. But right when this drama ensues, North posts four TikToks of her and Gracie making pasta. And you know that's intentional. What the hell? So now... Kylie through Kim and her kid is perpetuating this this dra- drama by getting the kids to hang out and post about it. Okay, dude, I don't know. I'm <laughs> like, no wonder saying, you think the Illuminati has like a, a hand no, in this. No, all. no, no, no. There's more to that. I'm just saying that, like, this is a part one. This podcast is a part one. If we spent all of today just talking on it, it would still just be one part of the story. Mm-hmm. What I did on the weekend was watch 
obviously a bunch of these TikToks, but there's one girl who is like very fascinated by the religious aspect of this and how Hollywood like tries to cover up bigger problems in the world. Um, like I was trying to give an example and I blanked because I'm just so overwhelmed with all these facts. <laughs> um, and she, so she did 105 parts in this deep dive of the whole history and how the church played into it and the contracts that played into it. Um, and they were all a minute to a minute and a half long. So you can imagine how many hours I spent watching this. You watched all 105 parts? I watched parts? all of it. Are you brainwashed? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm worried Girl, for no, you. no, I am not. I am not. I'm worried for and you. And you know what? <laughs> Fuck Chris Jenner. What's happening? You're turning on the Kardashians? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. What is I'm happening? I'm going to an identity crisis. Oh my what gosh. What is happening in the House of Commons? Truly. Uh, no, I'm worried real, for you. I, I'm worried for me. You spent like, at least like, like three hours watching 105 part story on TikTok? It took longer than that. It took longer than that. Oh I gosh. had to take breaks. But it was me oh. and everyone else, okay? We were all... I was reading the comments and it was like I had no original thought of my own. What? Okay, so what's going on? What's so? Can you give me the Cole's notes of the hundred and five oh part TikTok story? Your fucking Cole's notes. No, I can't. So <laughs> the culprit behind all of this, first of all, is Steve Baldwin. And Steve, <laughs> can you hear me? You are a mentally ill father. Um, allegedly. Anyway, so Steve Baldwin. Who's Steve Baldwin? Haley Baldwin's dad. Oh. So yeah, listen. Okay. So in 2009, this is when Stephen Baldwin introduces Haley to Justin Bieber. And it's also at the time that he filed for bankruptcy and needed money. Okay. So he introduces Haley to Justin and tries to push this relationship and it all ties into Hillsong Church as well and Justin's pastor and how everyone was forcing Justin into marriage. And by the way, Hillary, no, not Hillary, Haley and Justin don't have a prenup. Okay, that's not shocking to me because they're both stupid. Yeah. Um, so the rumor is, or one of the, the theories is that, you know, Selena and Gomez got, sorry, Selena and Justin got back together for that brief stint. And... They started doing like premarital counseling and it's because Justin's pastor really wanted him to just get married and settle down. Um, but then Selena ultimately said no to his proposal. And then two months later, he's engaged to Haley. And he says himself like he thought getting married would solve all his problems or like heal him. Clearly hasn't. And then on, uh, on Ellen, he said that it was an arranged marriage. What? Yeah. I really hate that you can't see my face throughout all of this because <laughs> it would make it so much better. But anyway. I'm just um, taking it all in. There's also another theory that Justin's work visa was expiring in the States and he couldn't get a green card unless he got married because he has a criminal record. So he just – he need he, that was his only option. So then Haley and him got married. Okay, so this whole marriage was a setup from Justin's perspective, but from Haley's perspective, it was because she's obsessed with Selena and Justin. And Justin. And wants to be popular. 
Oh man, there's just so much to unpack. Like I, I don't even know if I can explain the Hillsong Church stuff. But there's also yeah. like an, a rumor or like a theory that Selena was in the works with the pastor and Justin's parents to they had a contract to get Justin to marry her and it didn't work. And then Haley took over, something like that. This but all seems I'm just wild. I'm so Yeah. And so Hillsong is out and now Chris Jenner is funding her own church. And guess who sits on the board? of directors for the Stephen church. Baldwin. Stephen no. Baldwin. No. Kanye um, West. No. Lou. Ooh. Lou something. Shoot. I forgot to take her name down. But this is the same person who put Britney Spears into a conservatorship. What? And they're saying that Justin is headed towards a conservatorship and Haley might be his handler. And they were also going to put Selena on a conservatorship and Raquel, her best friend, which if you watch the documentary, you would know is potentially her handler. This, okay, you, this all sounds crazy, Shereen. <laughs> like, no, for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Like, this sounds tinfoil hat. Let's get our conspiracy caps on. Like, yeah. this all sounds wild. No, for sure. But <laughs> like, I wish you would just watch this 105 part series. I there is not a fucking chance in hell I am watching okay, 105 part so TikTok the, story. The same girl has a conspiracy theory that they're all actually in on this feud, and it's not organic, and it's like a made up feud because something big is in the works, and apparently Selena just filed. To incorporate Selena LLC. So something Who she's going to do. Selena Gomez. Oh, I thought you said Haley did. I was like, wow, that's no. next level. No. Okay. Well, that seems like a normal thing to do, like to incorporate a company. What's this big sure. thing that's in the works? Like what? The apocalypse? I or know. I know. Recently, she, she appeared on a podcast with her former castmates from Wizards of Waverly Place. And they were talking about doing something. And. Dude, I don't know. I just fell down a rabbit hill. Hole, hill. You truly did, and I, I think, I think you needed to lay off the TikTok for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is yeah. very reminiscent of when my dad first got Facebook and started joining all of these groups, and I had to like go onto his Facebook and block all these groups and block all these people and block all these ads and put all this censorship this on it probably, because he was falling way too much. This is probably how people became anti-vaxxers. No, truly. Like, I'm concerned. No, stop. Because <laughs> then there's this other girl, Olivia Song, who's been bringing um, these allegations about Drake and all of Hollywood to light. So here, here's what happened on Sunday night. I took a melatonin and melatonin can give you really vivid fucked up dreams. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I made the mistake of watching these videos of, of Drake being part of the Illuminati and Beyonce and Jay-Z and everyone. And here were the claims that were being made. Do you remember when Wayfair like, was naming their furniture oh, yeah, the, pieces after yeah, yeah yeah so she yeah, was the saying child trafficking they're like she was saying it's actually true and they traffic children and get them to participate in these hunger games or squid games 
Oh my and God, they, she. like, drink their blood <laughs> for fun. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to Sandra Bullock's skincare, okay? <laughs> what does Sandra Bullock's skin have to do with all of this? Shereen, this one's, this one's going to make is... you laugh so hard. Not so hard, but anyway, they were like, there's actually so much land that's not accounted for. Our maps are not accurate. And that's because they're playing the Hunger Games and Squid Games on those lands. <laughs> And we just don't know about it. <laughs> anyway, so you can understand my dreams were so messed up. And I Your reality is day, messed up. Like, woke up the the stuff day, you're consuming. Truly feeling like something was wrong in the world. And I was the only one who knew about it. <laughs> oh, man. You crazy. are unwell. You are not okay. Like, I'm honestly thinking we have to get an intervention of sorts, like, block you out of your TikTok, like, the hole yeah. that you've been in. Yeah, I need to honestly, I need to get off TikTok for a bit. I'm worried for you. This is a lot. Listen, do, I, do I believe in all of this? No. Do you? Do I, th- do I think there's some truth to some aspects of this? Yes. I do think that, like, these churches that these celebs go to is a sham. And obviously, these people do it to avoid taxes and keep their money, blah, blah, blah. But they also prey on these young pop stars who are in vulnerable positions and need like a mentor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I do understand that there's probably like certain nuggets of like truthfulness. Like sometimes what's the what's the phrase? Like the truth is better than fiction or something. Like I do think that there are probably lines storylines in this 105 part series <laughs> that somehow connects like selena gomez to sandra bullock's skin to jay-z no, to no, the illuminati to the still song to chris to lou to whoever somehow mm-hmm. it all fits but i think this this is a lot and people yeah. are unwell and the fact that people spend no, it's fascinating no it's it's next level like people just need to stay in their own little world and like well i guess like that's not the right approach either because then if these things are really happening they're just being perpetuated forever but i don't know this is just next level i'm concerned for everyone i think the scariest part for me was like questioning my love for kim kardashian (laughs) yeah like you're coming for kris jenner now like what's going on yeah i don't know all this is Allegedly. (laughs) Capital allegedly. All caps. Allegedly. All caps, underlined, bold, word art, allegedly. Okay. Well, that was really fun. Um, For (laughs) who? (laughs) Honestly, I don't know. Is that like a joke to you, Laura? No, I'm actually worried about you. Like, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm shocked. I'm feeling like... You, we need to get you out of the house. She was too stunned to speak. Hey, I've been getting out of the house every day, okay? I've been go, so wrapped up in work. To go to like conspiracy work. theory meetups? That, yeah, because listen, like <laughs> these TikToks were just a form of escapism, okay? It was really fun to get into. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, but it's crazy. Laura's <laughs> eyes are shifting so hard. I think you would feel differently if you could see my video. Like your face would be convincing me that all this is reality? No, no, no. 
that I'm okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, for now, I'll take your word for it, but I am concerned. I'm going to be monitoring the situation, <laughs> assessing. But I, I do, like, bottom line, I haven't even told you, like, half of it. Bottom line, I think that Haley has exhibited some mean girl behaviors, and mm-hmm. at this point in time, I'm going to stand with Selena because because I think this is what happens for a lot of people. You just support who you see, it, like who you like see who, in others, like who I you can myself, relate to. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I'm not saying like, oh, I think I'm a pop star, blah blah blah. I'm just saying like, s- people have bad breakups and sometimes they connect with someone who kind of shared that pain yeah no i so if that's the takeaway i'm with you <laughs> we're back to where we started um <laughs> Haley and kylie are being bullies and everyone should stay off the internet including you now <laughs> should i stay off the internet i don't think so i kind of need it to do my job okay well tiktok i think for for the next week you should just send me your like screen time report and if it's if you're going over an hour on tiktok a day i'm gonna have to oh 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 maybe i should do it then i know i'll do on your bluff (laughs) every time laura and i chat she's like oh so guess what i might be coming to toronto this month and then that month happens and she's nowhere to be found well, it's true that I'm I'm always got the plans that have been posed, and then they always fall apart, not by my mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have any like um, true news stories to share with us in Hot Tops? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kendall and Bad Bunny are apparently dating. Okay, so it's a fish now. I I saw somewhere that they made it a fish by stepping out somewhere together but i didn't look into it because obviously i was preoccupied i know well now i'm realizing on this why the hot tops is so short because the first you didn't contribute i added one i had two actually i added thank two. you i added at least 50 percent of the ones that didn't relate to your conspiracy theories yeah <laughs> yeah i just didn't look into the other ones that i put down that much because just wasn't you were busy tr- yeah booked and busy okay who's ice spice okay do you know the song boys a liar with pink panthers the boys a liar the boys a liar nope sounds like a good banger though yeah i mean it's trending on tiktok it's on hot hits canada blah 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 um ice spice is featured in that song she's a rapper and she apparently is dating Pete Davidson, but I thought Pete was dating someone else. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, who was after Emirata? There was another person in that, between yeah, there. Yeah, the girl from his Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, yeah. Show. Yes. Yeah. So they're so, over and now he's moved on to Ice Spice? I don't know. I just don't believe anything about Pete Davidson dating anyone anymore. Yeah. Could all be for PR. Or maybe he's just fucking around. Just constantly, and he just happens to be photographed, and they're not actually dating. He's just getting that peen wet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Please don't ever say that again. I think I'll only believe it when I see a hundred and five part series on TikTok. <laughs> That's the new threshold. You can't convince me unless I get a hundred and five part series on TikTok. 
Yeah. Also, I should say just one more thing. Um, moving forward, the girlies, uh, meaning everyone on TikTok, including senior citizens, say that this whole Hailey Bieber, Justin Bieber thing is going to end in two ways, either divorce or she's going to get pregnant in the next year. But one of those things is going to happen in the next year. Yeah, that's very two different directions, but I bet you she gets pregnant. I don't see them getting divorced. Like, I just feel like they got married so young and they're just the type of people who are almost like too busy to get divorced. Like, they're not busy, but they're just like unmotivated to do anything else other than just live their lives and be comfortable and do their thing. I just don't think either of them care about each other enough to get divorced. (laughs) Jeez. Like, that just seems like a sad state of affairs, but that's truly, like, how I see their relationship. Like, they're just functioning nearby each other and neither of them care that much about things or their life in general. And it's just – they don't – I just foresee that they never even really have fights because I just don't think that they're – they're just living lives in parallel. Hmm. That's how I envision their relationship. Interesting take. Well, Justin Saturn is returning March 7th, so – Oh my Big God. life events about to happen. He's it's returning. Wait, when's yours? Your is yours. No, mine, mine ends March seventh. Gone. Oh, okay. Thank yeah, God. Yeah. Just good riddance. Yeah. Thank God is right. I can't wait to see yeah. what's happening. What's going to happen Me in your too. life when Saturn's not around? Me too. Okay, so I added the next piece of news. If we can move on from your conspiracy theories, yes, please just move <laughs> on. So I'm tired of being shamed. <laughs> just wait until you get comments on this podcast. You know, maybe I just won't publish it. <laughs> no one deserves this. Okay, it's truly though. If our audio gets fucked up again this week, then it's yeah. for sure the Illuminati. Like for sure. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure, yeah, sure. Because... last week the men, the men, yes. came out of the woodwork <gasps> to fuck with our audio, and oh this God. week it's going to be the Illuminati. I'm saying it right now. Dude, something happens. There's actually something going on. Because Laura and I had a sick episode recorded last week and we brought to light four stories of men getting excused for shitty behavior. And it, somehow the audio just didn't work. And it's always worked for us on this platform. Mm-hmm. So that's suspicious. That's weird. That's weird. You should just let me do it. The second part. <laughs> it would have been really good. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, okay, so Stasi Schroeder from Vanderpump Rules is pregnant with baby number two. That's crazy. Like I know, that's awesome. I know. Awesome. I, yeah, so she looks like pretty far along. I think Hartford just turned two. She just had a birthday party for her, so I think her kids will be, I guess, like two and a half years apart, just over two years apart. I truly pretty- did not know this till I saw it in the notes app. So I haven't seen her pictures or seen yeah, anything about it. They're super cute. So, yeah, she's got, like, the tiniest little bump. Um, And there's, like, a video of, like, Hartford kissing her belly, and it's so cute. Does she know what she's having? So I think so. But I think (coughs) – so recently, like, her – and then I listened to The Morning Toast as well, and Jackie on The Morning Toast is pregnant as well. But they keep on putting, like, the baby announcement and the gender and all the details behind a paywall on Patreon. So – I mean, it's smart, but it's really annoying. Mm. Like, I, I think if I ever thing. get pregnant, we need to get a Patreon just for that purpose, <laughs> and then we can finally make some profit off of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. 
But anyways, that's exciting. She looks super cute. Um, the only other item that I put on this rundown was Paris released the baby name of her baby. Its name is Phoenix Baron Hilton, whatever their last name is, Carter. I'm looking at Stassi's picture right now. It's so cute. Um, yeah, Phoenix. All I can think of is Dorit calling her kids. Jagger. Phoenix. <laughs> yeah i I do do like the name like it's very sticky to keep with the location theme um i oh yeah i didn't even think of that she did say in her i think it was in her memoir in her podcast or in some documentary that's coming out that she like specifically looked through like a list of countries and cities and locations and names to find specifically a name that would be a location for her kids so this was definitely like in the works for several many years Mm mm-hmm that's sweet. But I love that. Yeah, I don't mind the name Phoenix. It's 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 good. Okay. As long as you approve. Exactly, right? I know that she was mm-hmm. seeking my approval and she's got it. Well, two other uh, factual updates for you guys, real life updates. <laughs> Apparently, Rihanna is going to perform at the Oscars. I guess it is award season. And you go ahead. Well, that's kind of – like sort of surprising to me because remember when the whole Super Bowl thing came about and she's like well if I'm gonna perform it's got to be and be away from my kid or whatever it's got to be something good and Super Mm -hmm. Bowl yeah it makes sense but then like Oscars like really like who oh wait she has a song yeah (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense for Wakanda yeah that song grew on me when I first listened to it and it was like the yeah the first song that she had released after so long I listened to it I was like this is trash but then the more time I listened to it I got like into it Wow. I haven't given it another chance since then. Also, on the topic of music, even though this isn't on the rundown and you don't know who this person is, a lot of people have been talking about it, so I think it's relevant. Um, Kelsey Bellarini, who is a country music singer, uh, went through a divorce with another country music singer, Morgan Evans, and she went on Call Her Daddy podcast to talk about her divorce, and then also she released like a six-song EP, and mm-hmm. I listened to it, and it's like I'm not going through a divorce, but man, the songs are so descriptive of everything that she was going through in her divorce and like all of the emotions and all of like the events and really? it's so good. So the one song that she has, um, it's called Blindsided. And mm-hmm. the whole concept of it is like after she asked her husband for a divorce, he wrote a song immediately saying released a song like almost immediately saying basically that he was blindsided by this whole divorce and so she's got the lyrics that are like were you blindsided or were you just blind I was, like if you didn't I was just gonna say something like that it's so good it's so accurate for like how relationships often are where the men like the woman keeps telling the man for several months years even of all the issues mm-hmm. and concerns that they have and the men just like don't pay attention and don't think it's real and then the woman is like fine if you're not going to work for this i'll leave they leave and then yeah. all of a sudden the guy's like oh i didn't see yeah. this coming can't believe you would yeah. do this like where is this coming from it's like where the fuck were yeah. you for the last months and years yep anyways it's extremely relatable and i recommend you listening to the songs because even if you're not into country like it's so i don't know emotional hey i'm into country now you know that yeah you might you might actually Morgan a, Wallen. i'll send you a couple on spotify well actually you can just listen to her holy peaks it's really short but are they slow called, and sad um not really there's only five songs 
The song Mountain with a View is really good. Leave Me Again is sad. They're slow, but like it's a, it's just good lyrics. It's kind of like Taylor Swift. Like I love Taylor Swift lyrics more than I like even the melodies oftentimes. It's well, kind of similar to say, that. Speaking of Taylor Swift, um, go back and listen to the song Mastermind and tell me that's not about Hailey Bieber. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, so apparently Jenny Ortega, JLo, and some other celebrity unfollowed Hailey Bieber amidst all of this. Really? Yeah. Is it, are you serious? Like JLo's I'm in the serious. mix and unfollowing it, I mean, people because of this? It could have been like a totally like a made co- up story. I don't know. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Did you see Jenna Ortega and um, Aubrey Plaza presented an award yeah. at I think the SAG Awards? Their shtick was so yeah. funny. They truly are like the smart. same people, different generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that was smart. It's like a copy paste. Appreciate. Um, Love is Blind season four is coming out March 24th. And I'm just so shocked by this because didn't we just get season three? Yes, we were literally just watching After the Altar. Like this is like back to backs. And that means that season two was two years ago. What the hell? Ugh, so weird. It's so weird with Netflix, especially that there's such a delay between when they film and when they get released. Like it's yeah. just so much has changed. And it's so funny. Yeah, I think you sent me the other day, the people from The Ultimatum, like that one yeah. couple that ended up getting together after it who was like super toxic. They're on their second kid now. And like they're their on other their chick, second kid. They're having a second kid. What's her name? Maddie and yeah. I forget what I his name is. Guys. But yeah, they're on their second kid. No and like way. that show just aired like last year. Wow. And then April is pregnant. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Any other yeah, updates? But there's no ultimatum, and I did watch the perfect match, and I just like I think that Nick Lachey has figured out his niche and is just <laughs> capitalizing on it. Yeah, he he is good. He is very similar to like Jesse, the host of The Bachelor. Like they really do kind of fade into the background, but also they're there. You know what I mean? Like they're the perfect like person just kind of float in and out and you don't really pay attention to them that much they're like pretty standard hosting hosting aside like aren't nick and his wife what's her name vanessa vanessa aren't they the creators behind these shows oh are they that'd be smart yeah they're the creators behind ultimatum love is blind perfect match no way they must be making a fucking bank that's what i'm saying like they found their niche and they're capitalizing on it so what did you think of Perfect Match overall? So I actually – so I found the first eight episodes to be really entertaining and I got pretty into it. But the last four that were just released on Tuesday were a snooze fest. Okay. I haven't watched those yet. Um, I listened to Francesca Farago on – or Farago oh, or whatever on Nick Vial's podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just so bizarre because honestly when I watch her on TikTok or when I hear about her on podcasts – she generally seems pretty like normal and not yeah. dramatic and like coherent and educated and like like a nice person. Really nice. Like she seems great, like actually great. Mm-hmm. And then when she goes on these shows, she puts on this persona 
And it's like, okay, you must be making a lot of money to have that be your persona because you seem so lovely. But then you get in these mm-hmm. shows and you're like playing such a villain. And she that's basically the thrust of the podcast was her talking about how a lot of this was obviously contrived and the producers wanted her to play a role and she was playing that role and she like regrets a lot of the things that she said or did because that's not really her. So she must be being paid a lot of money to go on these shows and act like that. Do they get paid? For sure. Really? Like, I, I assume, like, some far more than others. But, like, Francesca, she's such a staple of these Netflix shows that she'd for sure That's be making true. money. Someone, like, who else was on there that was random? Like, Savannah from The Circle or, like, these people from The Mole. I can't see them making that much money. Like, probably, like, mm-hmm. similar to Bachelor in Paradise, just getting kind of a stipend. But I assume when it's, like, a bigger, well-known player like Francesca, she's got to be getting paid. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I had no idea where Carousel was even from. Oh but my God. is it just me or, or what, does she sound like she chews her words when she talks? Yeah, she's definitely grating to listen to. Yeah, she's that very relationship annoying. is just so weird. Her and Joey. So Joey is so annoying. I can't believe so he won annoying. the circle. Like, I can't believe that. He should have never won. Same. Should have been chewy snacks. Agreed. Okay, should we get into pitch or ditch? Pitch? Oh my gosh. Pitch or You're ditch so a bitch or seven year itch? Yeah, sure. I can pitch you the 105 part series because <laughs> I didn't watch much. Oh, but I did get into Real Housewives of New Jersey finally. Oh, good. I, yeah. I've been watching, but I didn't take notes of the last episode, but I did watch it last night. Um, yeah, I didn't. I don't. I can't really remember what happened, but I did start watching it. So what about these shows that you have written down? They're not shows you actually watched? So these are movies. Oh. So I watched We Have a Ghost, which is new to Netflix, and it has Jennifer Coolidge in it. And it's about this family. Oh, and the guy from Stranger Things, the Hopper. Oh, did you watch Stranger Things? Only the first season. Okay. He's the cop. David Harbour. Yes. He's married to Lily Allen. I saw it. Aren't were they in like Architectural Archive. Digest or something? The yeah, other day? that seems so, so weird. random. Anyway, okay. So it's about this family that moves into a house, a really nice house, and there's a ghost. And together, the boy, the little boy, and the ghost figure out what part of the ghost past brought him to where he is now and why he's trapped in this house. And it was horrible. <laughs> it sounds conceptually it's a, horrible. It's major ditch okay like i usually i can just throw something on and at least fall asleep to it but it was so bad that i was like no i turned it off and i didn't even complete it Mm, good call it looks so terrible ditch yeah okay i will pitch one of my shows although it's It's kind of pitch no it's a seven-year itch um spoiler alert the show is called Wildcat. It's like a documentary. Horrible. Pardon? It already sounds horrible. <laughs> it's a documentary that we watched on, I want to say it was on Amazon Prime. I should look mm-hmm. that up. But anyways, it was it was about a couple who ended up like, so this woman goes down to the Amazon and she, like in Peru, 
and she is like a wildlife specialist type person and she's doing like her PhD up in the States, but she goes down and opens up this like wildlife reserve basically in the midst of the Amazon rainforest and she starts this like not-for-profit rehabilitation for all these animals that are in the Amazon and um there's the other person that's in the show is a guy who went to war. So he's a young guy and he comes back from war and he's got like extreme PTSD and like trigger, trigger alert. There's a lot of suicidal ideations in this show. Um, Mm -hmm. And he, he ends up finding his way. I don't remember exactly how to this wildlife rehabilitation place and starts like volunteering there. And, the whole concept of the show is that they're the first people to ever rehabilitate baby ocelots. And these ocelots are, they're like little cats. They're so cute. They're like, they look like Bengals, but they're Mm -hmm. these wild cats. And so they find this like baby ocelot that's been, it's like, there's a lot of logging. So it was like caught up in a log. And so they rescue, save this ocelot, but the whole program is like, rehabilitating and introducing this ocelot and basically training it and being its mom so that in like i think it's like 16 or 17 months they can release this ocelot into like the wild to live on its own so they're like they're basically acting as its mother and then slowly throughout time they have to like cut the ties as the same as a actual like wild cat would and so that the cat can like live on their own and so it's extremely emotional and this guy gets so attached to this ocelot and it follows like he's down there on his own like trying to train this like ocelot living in segregation and or in isolation and then he's having all these like suicidal ideations and it's following his like mental health journey it's Mm -hmm. really like wild to watch it's very raw extremely raw um but it's quite fascinating and the ocelots are so cute um Mm -hmm. and Anyways, it's just like a documentary. It was really random that we started watching it, mostly because there was a cute cat on it, but it ended up being like extremely raw and intense. And so it's a seven-year itch? It's a seven-year itch because I don't think I would ever tell someone like, this is an amazing documentary. You have to watch it. Right. But it was also like fascinating enough to keep me to the very end. Okay. I think, I mean, that sounds like something I'd actually be into. Um, and it ends up some- being like a happy story in the end. Like I did look up this guy afterwards and he ended, he ends up going back to Britain where he's from and he falls in love with this woman and they end up like getting married. And so he's like in a much better place now. Um, so it has like a happy ending from that perspective, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, when I hear wildcat, I just associate it with like teenage drama. I guess because of high school musical. So I definitely did not see it going in this direction. <laughs> I didn't think but, you were going to pitch a documentary to me. I know. It was very random. It was So it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you, you mentioned. Yeah, but man, the cat is so cute. No one's cuter than Mimi. It's true. Okay, okay. that's mine. Well, great. Now, into TV oh, recap. I will say I watched Shrinking, which you pitched to me. <gasps> Two I weeks know. Ago. So I'm all caught up, and you, I showed you on Snap that I was watching it. You asked how, what I thought. Like, I gotta say, it's not my fave, but I am gonna see it through. Yeah, I'm interested because what don't you like about it? I think I don't like Jason Segal. 
Okay, well, then that's major. That's kind of what I figured it must be because I'm like, this is like, I think objectively a pretty good show. But if you aren't into Jason Siegel or his humor, it's not for you because that's obviously like, I think so. Hmm. Because that's obviously the the whole comedic, like the comedy is from his type of comedy. So if you're not into him or his comedy, then you wouldn't like the show. I happen to love him. So did you yeah. ever watch How I Met Your Mother? I did. And the thing is, he was one of my favorite characters. Oh, interesting. So I think I liked his character on How oh, I Met Your Mother. But just not him. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something. Maybe I don't like his character on this show. Well, but he's I, not the most lovable like I, character. Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like I can't really comment on that because he's going through grief, and I don't have a place to understand that. So, yeah, yeah, but it is a TV show, and so it's hard to relate to. I don't mm-hmm. know. I see a lot of him. I see a lot of the experiences that his daughter has and can relate to those, but he's just much more lovable than (laughs) the daughter. He's much more easy to forget. No, than like my life. (laughs) Oh, than your life. (laughs) Well, I think what bothered me about it was when, I mean, this is going to be a spoiler for anyone listening. When the daughter was like, Hey, this has been happening to me too. And you just totally forgot that. And I've just kind of been taking care of myself since then. And I think that bothered me. But like I said, he's going through grief. Yeah, but so, like, welcome to my life for the past four years. I know. I know. It just, it angered me that like he was the father and she's not an adult. And yeah. she needed to be taken care of. Like she lost her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's, what I think is like, com- like, I think that's so real. Like, that's so true. That's so accurate. At least I can relate to that experience. And so seeing like his friends and like neighbors rally around and like support the daughter was like really wholesome and nice to see. So I mm-hmm. like that storyline. Yeah. I like the the girl that he works with at the clinic. I don't know her name though. Yeah. She's so funny. She is. She, yeah. I like her storyline too. Yeah. Okay. Um, TV recap. So I have watched last week's Vanderpump Rules and this week's Summer House. Yes. And you didn't watch Potomac? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. Is it good? Yeah, it was good. Like Andy tried to be a bit more woke this time. They had a conversation on colorism in the show, but it didn't go deep or for as long as it could have. I just but some he tried. some Well, that's good that he's at least trying, but sometimes like he, I wish that there was a different host. For some parts of these. Here's why I think he tried. Like, he said that he didn't think he was the right person to lead the conversation because he is a white man. And so he asked the women of the show how they want to deal with it. Do they want to bring in, like, a black moderator or whatever? And all the ladies said that they just want to sit and chat with one another. And so Candace actually kind of took the lead. And it was pretty frustrating to watch how it all just flew over Giselle's head. Like, Giselle asked for an example of colorism. Candace gave it to her and Giselle dismissed it. And it's just oh like, this is literally what she's trying to explain to you, Giselle. Oh my gosh. Like you just gave us a real life example of colorism. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's what I mean by like Andy did a good job for once where he just kind of butted out. 
Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that he is self-aware enough to know now that he shouldn't or she mm-hmm. he should at least be like checking in with the women as to like what they'd prefer in those type of situations. But it sounds yeah. like that's just ex- infuriating just seeing it was. how these women react. It reacted. was and it was only like five minutes. So you couldn't even really unpack any of it. Mm, that's disappointing. Yeah. But next okay. week they're going to bring the husbands out. So we'll finally get to see Chris confront the ladies about all the drama they tried to put on him. Good. I'm team Chris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to start with um, Vanderpump Rules? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So the pretty much the most significant part of the drama this whole episode was this whole Katie, Tom, Raquel debacle of sorts so tom goes on sheena's podcast and chaos ensues afterwards because katie's very upset about the fact that sheena's basically trying to like exp- like profit off of her pain by doing this, doing this sort of tell-all podcast and later in the episode someone's like yeah, or James actually was like to Katie she's like yeah this is what she does right when Raquel and I broke up she's like come on my podcast she's like she likes to nab them while they're fresh and I it's like wow that's Sheena. I know and Sheena's just so not self-aware either because yeah. then so so Sheena's finds out that Katie's upset about Tom going on her podcast and they go to this event and Sheena and katie talk about it but basically katie is like look whatever i said in vegas i was 17 drinks in i didn't actually like mean it you should have checked in with me again after the fact to to, like and not take that and run with it and be pushing these two friends of mine together after i'm freshly divorced and just so you know i'm not cool with it now so like stop pushing it and she knows like okay like i misinterpreted you i thought you this is what you wanted i'll stop it now I just found it fake almost like I just don't know how you would think that that was okay in the first place, notwithstanding what she might have said. Like, why are you interjecting into people's two people's lives like that? Yeah, just butt out, Sheena. And then as soon as someone confronts her or says anything like we saw in the text messages, Sheena was like, "Okay, but like I I have also been going through shit, like looking after my kid, going to therapy and like, okay, Sheena. okay." Then focus on your own life. Like if you've got things going exactly. on, focus on your own life. Like don't be muddying up the waters of their divorce. Exactly. And then what stunned me was when – so Raquel, Lala, and Katie go out for drinks. They're talking about Schwartz and Raquel oh hooking up. And Raquel yeah. adds to the conversation. She's like not shutting it down. Instead, she says, yeah, you know, I like him a lot, but I guess I wouldn't date him seriously. I was too stunned to speak at this entire conversation, like even when Lala chimed in, because it's just like, could you imagine us ever having a conversation like that? Absolutely not. Even if you were paid as much as they are per episode, like, I don't understand this dynamic. I couldn't believe it. Even for like Raquel, who's this like meek, mild person to be so bold to not shut down this idea immediately and to in fact like fuel the fire by saying, I wouldn't be opposed to it. It's like while wow. you're at drinks with his ex-wife and her friend, like what? Where's this audacity coming from? Like I know. take that home and talk to your best friend about it. Don't talk to the ex-wife. I know. I was stunned. I was like, what is actually happening here? And then to know that they actually do later hook up, it's like, what the f- it's frick just, is going on? It's gross. And then Lala, 
Oh, yeah. So then Lala drops to Raquel. She's like, yeah, by the way, when you and um, James had just started dating and me and Randall had just started dating, me and James slept together. Just so you know. I was yeah. like, what is and going on? Like, she goes, I hope this doesn't change anything like where we are. Yeah. Like, Okay. At that point, like, I just feel like keep it to yourself. Like, it almost felt it almost felt boastful and malicious. Like, I just feel if you did something screwed up in the beginning, if you're trying to, like, do your apology to her and repent for your sins and, like, clear the air and make sure you don't have any secrets hiding in the back, okay, I could understand that. But that did not seem like where Lala was coming from for this. It seems like she has, like, she was trying to, like, get a dig at Raquel and be like, P.S. I slept with your man in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. ha ha. Yeah. So this is something that I don't like about Lala, how like she's a hypocrite when it comes to this kind of stuff because she's out there like talking about how Randall cheated on her or she gets mad when other people cheat on each other. But then she's like, by the way, I cheated on Randall and I cheated on him with your boyfriend. Yeah. And at least she did say she's like, yeah, I did a lot of stupid things that I regret when I was drinking. Mm -hmm. And so maybe she's tried to become a better person and not do that now. Like I do think she's tried to turn over a new leaf but i don't know sure. this whole this whole thing was just stunning and then i listened to her podcast and she was talking about this episode on her Ooh, podcast Lala? yeah and she was okay. she expanded more and so she she had that conversation with lisa in the episode where lisa was basically like how did you not know this and um lala had said like well you know i went to this therapist that was their couples therapist and they told me they were divorced and I like they they breezed through it so quickly in the episode. I didn't know what she was talking about, but in this episode, mm-hmm. she unpacked it more. And she said that when she first started dating Randall, he like insisted that he was separated from his wife, and he like was adamant about that fact. And so he's like, "No, seriously, like go see this person. They'll confirm it to me. It's my therapist." She goes to see this therapist. The therapist says, "Like yes, like his." spouse his ex-wife is a codependent and like she has it in her mind that they're still together but they're absolutely not together blah 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 meanwhile um like a couple weeks later or maybe just before that it was around the same time rand went off for two weeks to i think she he told lala he was out of town on business meanwhile he was at a marriage counseling retreat for a week with his ex-wife that was led by this therapist so like this therapist fully knew that this was not true and they were still together and so lala's like coming for this therapist like trying to get her license revoked because of how unethical i mean like behavior this was i know if that's true as she should yeah it was wild lala sounds like she's out for blood on this podcast yeah i need to listen to her podcast i do like listening to her talk so she yeah she is entertaining to listen to but i just i'm not that I don't think I'll listen to more episodes. I just like had a lot of long drive and <laughs> needed to fill the time. But it is interesting to hear like more of this stuff fleshed out in her podcast, especially about her like drama mm-hmm. with Rand. She's she's talking about it all. Mm. Interesting. Um, okay. I don't think there is much else that happened on well, the at the episode. end of the episode, Sheena like organizes drinks with her rock ra- ra- sorry, a pre-drink. With her, Raquel, Brock, and Tom Schwartz at Schwartz's place. And she kind of tells Tom that Katie slept with one of her ex-hookups from high school that Tom knows about. Yeah. And it wasn't even true. 
Right, because then Katie says later that they only made out. Yeah. Sheena's just messy. She's she's trying. Yeah, she's obviously got doesn't have much going on, so she's just she's like what is what's a good example on these Real Housewives shows? Like the person that just interjects in other people's business, like Giselle. Like they don't have their own storyline or anything yeah. else going on. They just like insert and themselves Whitney. in other people's relationships. Yeah. That's okay. It. Um, summer house this week. So we started off on the episode at the end of the dinner where um Danielle had confronted Kyle about popping off about Carl. And the the whole episode is kind of focused on their feud continuing. But basically right after that, Danielle went and phoned Carl and Lindsay while they're at the wedding to like tell them what Kyle said. And I just feel like that I don't know. I just feel like why are you calling them like literally the day after? Like if not to put it on TV. Well, okay. That's interesting that you said that because if I was at a dinner and I heard people talking shit about you, like wouldn't you want me to tell you right away? No. Really? I don't think I I don't think I'd need you to tell me right away. I think I'd want you to tell me eventually, but it wouldn't be like a need to know in the moment. Interesting. Well, this is good to know <laughs> because tons of people talk shit about you and I obviously need to tell you. <laughs> uh, obviously, you did tell me one instance earlier. Now I know. Yeah. Usually people are like, Laura Popple who? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Is that really her last name? <laughs> but it kidding. was interesting to see this dynamic of their friendship because like clearly at this point in time, they're still so friendly with each other and like well, she's right or sure. for them. Danielle is ride or die for them, but we see in the preview, which we can talk about later, Kyle was coming for Danielle, and maybe because it was just a preview, we didn't see anything, but it looked like Lindsay and Carl don't stand up for her or say anything. Yeah. So, so th- yeah. So, let's talk about that because at the end of this episode, Paige is kind of drunk and egging on Danielle to be like, you are such a good friend for them. What have they ever done for you? And like Danielle is breaking down and crying. And then we see in the preview for the next episode that this battle royale seems to continue. It appears that like Danielle said something rude about Amanda, like said that she didn't trust her. She trusted Amanda the least. And then Amanda started spinning out. Mm -hmm. Kyle came to her defense, started attacking Danielle. And instead of like interjecting, you just see Carl and Lindsay sitting there like stunned faces, like being like, oh, it's just Kyle doing his thing again. But they're not saying anything. So I wonder if they Mm -hmm. are going to stick up for Danielle in that moment or if this is where things start spinning out of control. I mean, I would hope that they do, but knowing how it actually turns out and how they don't talk anymore seems like they don't stick up for her. That's my prediction. My perception of their faces in that preview is like they just think they're so above all of this. And 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 my thought process was also that in any any fight between a drunk person and a sober person, no matter who's saying what, the sober person is just going to look like they're more reasonable and they're like in the right. Yeah. But Meanwhile, it could be totally distorted, but that's just as like, it's almost like you can never win when it's a drunk person battling a sober person. No, for sure. I agree with you there. What was also interesting in this episode is that Danielle and Gabby compared notes of how 
Gabby was basically dating a guy for four years. He cheated on her with Danielle. Danielle didn't know about it. She was like hot and heavy with this guy for apparently three months. And then he ghosted her when he got back together with Gabby. And it was so interesting to see this happen in like on TV because Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like any woman who's ever been in a relationship with somebody who has a past or someone who's cheated, like, and social stalked them on social media. And then to see them actually meeting in real life and having this conversation, it was so entertaining. Yeah. Well, I mean, that happened to me. And now that girl is one of my good friends. <laughs> and hey, like we we both got something out of it. A friendship. Yeah, like it makes sense. Like obviously hilarious. the guy has a pattern or like a type. But what I thought was also fucking hilarious is that <laughs> Gabby said that after she found out all of this, she had his passwords to every single one of his social media accounts. Yes. So she posted on all of his social media accounts a including little Including like, LinkedIn. Including LinkedIn. A like written post and it said, I'm a liar and a cheater. I don't deserve the girl who I claim to be my girlfriend for the past four years. Gabby Prescott is one of the best people I've ever met, and I've wasted her time and took advantage of her love and her trust. I'm sorry for this, but it is a pattern of behavior. <laughs> and what did she say after that? She was like, I I was nice to him about it, or she could have done so much worse. Yeah. Like and then, that. She's like, some of my best work. I, I was like, dying. I wish I had that courage or like i know I was that petty i know i know truly because that is fucking hilarious like that's so solid so funny and like mm-hmm. anyone who saw it would would just laugh like i wouldn't even think if i saw that from a girl that they were petty like i would just think like kudos that is hilarious that's that hilarious. is epic and you go bestie yeah oh my god but yeah so good. um that reminds me because I was just thinking of her confessional. I find that Sierra is so much more funny and entertaining now that she's not a main cast member. Like her confessionals have been really funny. Yeah, she is really funny. She's just got so much swagger. Like I, I was watching her TikTok the other yeah. day. I was like, man, you're so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But her, she is. her flirting with – what's his name? Chris? Is that the new guy? Yeah. Well, Chris trying to flirt with her was absolutely cringe to watch. I had to mute it, actually. I know. I know. I know. He's just like the classic, like, has no game, but is attractive and thinks that'll get him by. Yeah. But he seems wholesome. Like, I don't. I do like him. Like, he's a much better cast member than Alex was. No, he's doing great at integrating himself and being part of the show. They all really are. Like, even, like, Gabby, mm-hmm. like, jumping into bed with Kyle and Amanda in the morning just to chit-chat. Like, all of these newbies have just integrated and themselves Sam. so well and so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that wraps up this week's episode of Conspiracy Theories and TV Recaps. Um, yeah, so- I just want to say, like, if you didn't already – get it before this is just me recounting what i've seen on tiktok it's all allegedly okay but on a scale of one to ten how much do you believe it i think the question is how much do i want to believe it and the answer to that is 10 you want to believe this at a 10 you want to believe that there's these like deep-seated massive crazy things going on in society I mean, there already is. So, 
this is just like a form of escapism because I actually know who they're talking about, you know? Like, I don't know the names of politicians, but these people, I know. Oh, God. And I could, like, dig up all their socials and digital footprint and, you know, be invested. You should – you should send you should send like the first like two or three parts of this 105 part conspiracy to Travis and I just want to see if he starts watching them and like gets really invested because he thinks there's like something crazy happening and ends up watching 105 parts. I could see it happening. But he won't. We know that. He might. He spends his whole entire life on TikTok. It's true. The other day he sent me a TikTok that was so boring and so long. I didn't watch all of it, but I was like, this guy, I just don't get it. I know. I agree. And then he says, we're sending him bad content. It's like, what are you watching? I've been sending him top-notch content. Honestly, it's been curated for him. It's so <laughs> You're too kind. Too kind. And he just sends you, yeah. you. Some yeah. drunk person, you. Some person having like a massive fall, you. <laughs> and it's mostly things that he would actually do. Truly. he He's very good at projecting. <laughs> Ooh, let's leave it there. <laughs> okay, we'll Allegedly. see y'all next week. Bye.